Hello, everyone. Welcome to Creative Coffee Hour with me, Some Mood, where I interview young entrepreneurs and creatives on their early journeys, get an early glimpse at how to run a business, how to start a side hustle, and to really hear the reflections that young entrepreneurs have, as well as the, their early wins, early losses, and the advice that they can give to young aspiring entrepreneurs and people wanting to create content or uh, looking to create a business for the first time. However, for this episode, episode zero, I'm here talking to my partner in crime, my co-creator Janita. While I'm hosting the show, Janita is behind the scenes doing a lot of the a lot of the hard work that that really helps me out in terms of you know finding guests, um, building out the outlines, uh, working on a lot of the social media stuff, the graphics, um, and really we make a really really good team. So I'm happy to have you here today, Janita. Thanks for having me here. It's a, a little different being up front in the in the spotlight, as I say, but I'm excited and we get to put each other in the hot seat a little this episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. So how about we kind of just take a quick intro around the table? So like your name, your role, um, some of your background before kind of kind of starting the podcast, Janita. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Janita. I'm currently a third year double degree student. So I'm doing business administration at Laurier and I'm doing computer science at Waterloo. Currently on co-op working in PNG's oral care business as their finance intern. Um, but what I'm really looking to get into kind of in the future is I want to be a product manager. So that's kind of where my inspiration behind getting into podcasts really came from. I heard that sometimes uh, when you're trying to learn something new it can be more engaging instead of just reading a book to actually hear someone talk about some of the concepts and so I started searching up all these PM podcasts and you know I found a lot of really great ones and that's when I kind of realized that honestly podcasts are super cool and and I wanted to learn more about you know what goes into content creation because being introverted myself I think I, I often shied away from putting things out there uh and, and also being on social media, you won't find me that much because I think I've always kind of had this fear. But this year, I've really been trying to put myself out there a little bit more. So when Saul kind of proposed, I guess I'm getting into how we met each other. But when Saul kind of proposed, he wanted to do a podcast. It was like, you know what? This is like an opportunity. The universe has presented itself and I'm going to go for it. So, yeah, that's just a bit about me and how I got into the podcast. And then I'm Saul. I'm the host. And I obviously presented the idea to Gina. And although... um. Uh, we're working on it together. I, I'm kind of more on the front end. I'm definitely more extroverted, I would say. I've always been an avid podcast listener everywhere, any any different type of podcast, whether it be you know, to do with entrepreneurship, business, finance, sports, European football, comedy. I've always been a podcast nerd, I'd say. And it's always been in the back of my mind to start one. So this whole experience, I've been super, super excited and I'm like so excited to kind of like dive into, you know, why we're doing this and the objective the kind of behind Creator Coffee Hour. So I'll let Janita kind of take it away. All right. Uh, why don't we just kind of jump into your inspiration behind, you know, why you started the podcast. Maybe we can talk a bit about, you know, how exactly uh, you wrote me into this and got me to jump on. And, you know, if you were to give kind of one key takeaway that you're, you really hope people listening to this podcast can, can, can learn from, what would it be? As I said, I've always been, I would say, a podcast enthusiast. I'm always listening to something, whether it's music or podcast. Like I always have my headphones in my ear. I, I was speaking to my one friend, Jordan, and we were talking a lot about just entrepreneurship as a whole and how, although we, we so he, he, my friend Jordan actually, he graduated from Laurier um, going through the accounting stream and th that's what I'm doing as well, going through the CPA stream here at Laurier. 
we both still talked about how entrepreneurship still is, you know, of a great interest to us. You know, whether it be on a larger scale, like building a business or even something small like content creation, both of us being extroverted and both of us like listening to podcasts, like we, he literally asked me, like, if I were to start a podcast, what would it be about? And that kind of like just triggered it in the back of my head. Like maybe that's like something that I could do. So I'm in my last four months of my undergrad and then I have the accounting graduate diploma in the summer, but I kind of saw these eight months as an opportunity to kind of like start something with no risk at all and, and there really being no downside to me really starting anything whether it be a, you know more of like something along like lines of like an e-commerce business or you know building out a brand or something like that or something like this where I create content that I think I would personally love to dive into myself or you know a blog or something like that and then after speaking with Jordan the podcast idea was like constantly on my mind I finally came to a point where like yeah like I, I thought to kind of like combine both of these um, both of these areas of interest, so both podcasting and entrepreneurship, because being at Laurier, being in the Waterloo region, like we have a lot of exposure to young aspiring entrepreneurs. And during my time at Laurier, although like I've seen that from a distance, I haven't been able to kind of get my hand get get involved myself and learn more about the the people that are involved and and what it really takes to take that step to create something amazing, build out a business on your own, whether it be from finding the idea but also like from a mindset side of things like you know what kind of characteristics does an entrepreneur have to have to be able to take that next step and that's like the main inspiration into doing this because what i saw was especially in the podcasting environment right now like there's a lot of podcasters that talk to like the best of the best so whether that be you know joe rogan or Tim Ferriss, for example, like they usually talk to the people who have, you know, really huge reputation, which makes sense. You know, they're big podcasters. They want to talk to people who have com- who have accomplished a lot. But I thought, you know, why don't we talk to people who are along the way to accomplishing something big, who are in the midst of learning, striving, growing, making mistakes, but then they can reflect and provide guidance to those who may want to be in those shoes, you know, the shoes that those people are in now for young entrepreneurs that are currently 23, 20, 24, 25, to give advice to aspiring entrepreneurs who are 18, 19, 20. Those types of lessons can be sometimes hard to hard to hear from um, and, and, and to provide like a, a way for, you know, young aspiring entrepreneurs to get some information about that. Like I think that, that was like a opening, let's say, in, in, in the value chain. So that's kind of my, my inspiration and where it, things kind of came together. And then how I met Janita was we were both on JDCC at Laurie's basically case competition team over the past eight months. We were just working on like a research project for it was like one of the one of the sponsors for for the, for our big competition. And I don't even know how it originally came up. You can you can speak to it if if you want to, Janita. I can't remember how it came up. I think we were just uh, tired of silence while we were working because we were just uh, Googling stuff, right? And, and trying to fill out our, our PowerPoint slides. And I, I think we were asking each other what was going on and you might have mentioned it. Um, and, and I was, again, like saying, looking for a project to get onto and super curious into podcasts and content creation in general. So yeah, I, I think that's how it happened. And you were so like open to have me on board. I, I felt a little like out of the blue because I think I just offered to help like, you know, reach out a bit or or help you look over a couple of things. But yeah, I was super happy when you, you wanted me to get on board. I didn't want to feel like I was imposing on your own project, but I'm, I'm glad we made a really good team. And 
it's been so, it's been fun so far and seizing opportunities is so important right like you never know what's gonna like come up next yeah to everyone who's listening Saul uses the term uh, you might have already heard him say it like no risk uh, bets or low risk bets but I've, I found that really really interesting because I think that's something that I've learned throughout the years you know what I mean like oftentimes you're just so paralyzed by your your own fears of, of what could happen but when you really take a step back you kind of realize that there's not a lot you have to lose, especially as students, you know, starting out on a project like this or, or trying out for a club or whatever it happens to be. Really, rejection is something that, you know, you're probably going to face more than like once throughout your entire lifetime. Everyone faces it. Um, and so just learning how to put yourself out there and not let that fear of rejection be the thing stopping you, I think, is kind of the main thing that I've kind of taken away, especially working on this podcast and JBCC. No, definitely. And I think that's like a secondary kind of objective with this podcast. Like, although it's kind of focused towards the more entrepreneurship side of things, I think mindset in general, no matter what you're doing, whether it's, you know, you want to go into consulting or you want to go into banking, you want to go into accounting or marketing or any different type of profession within the business field, like mindset is so important for you to be successful in your field of choice, especially for entrepreneurship, but for all of them in terms of, yeah, taking advantage one of like low risk bets. And, you know, just seizing opportunities when they come to you and always taking advantage of what opportunities are presented to you. Because overall, as we publish further episodes in the future, I think like there are lessons that can be given to, to every single person, not just an aspiring entrepreneur. When it, when it comes to topics such as rejection, trying something new, skill acquisition, because these are all things that apply to all areas of business, not just entrepreneurship. And I think overall, just life lessons and mindset are something that I want to be pushing forward with this podcast as well. And I think it, obviously we're going to be providing lessons for aspiring entrepreneurs, but I want there to be lessons about mindset, about growth, about self-development as well. Yeah, for sure. And I think we do do a good job. We'll talk about kind of what we're uh, planning on releasing for, for our first season coming up. Before we get into that, I was going to ask you, so... I met you, you were on accounting, right, at, at GDCC, and you're, you talked about how you're on the accounting track. Uh, no offense to all the accountants out there, but it doesn't have the greatest reputation for being a super creative stream or super engaging. So I want to ask, like, what really drew you to, to entrepreneurship, like, uh, as a field when the field that you were studying in school seems, to, at least in a lot of people's minds, I think, stereotypically kind of differs so, so widely. Uh, did you want to maybe expand on that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, th I think accounting gets a bad rep in terms of there being the stereotypical accountant who just plugs their desk and looks at numbers all day. I think when a lot of people go in, like, and obviously, any, you know, don't get me wrong, like, obviously, there's some like, quote unquote accounting jobs where a lot of them may, may be a bit more monotonous than you'd think. But I think getting your CPA or going through the accounting track. One of my reasons for why I'm going through it is to kind of get that like that financial understanding, the top to bottom of a business, like to be able to look at a business and understand its books from top to bottom, be able to look at different financial transactions, to look at financial statements and kind of understand the financial stability of a business, stuff like, you know, the cash conversion cycle, like how long can a business last? As a CPA, you'd, you'd understand that. And... Although like you might not think accounting and entrepreneurship are like going hand in hand, I think any business or any venture needs that financial specialty. That's one of the most important things, if not probably the second most important thing to what the actual business's objective is. Because you, if you don't have an understanding of your business financials, then you're not going to last. Like if you don't know how, like how long 
you know, your balance of cash is going to last you, then you're kind of, you're done, right? That's kind of my inspiration for why I, you know, I wanted to go into accounting because I, you know, not only will I gain that understanding, but I think as a CPA, you have a certain level of credibility that speaks to your financial understanding. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, working in finance now, which I, I never thought I'd end up in in this field. I never considered myself super quantitative. Besides being in CS, I I just felt like uh, my my strengths always lied more on the marketing side or or working with the brand. But my manager always amazes me because I find that even though finance might not speak as much about all the exciting innovation that that we're launching in a company or or get more the the glamour. Uh, whenever she says like an insight, I, I find that it often changes like the entire understanding of, of the business. So definitely agree with you there. Why don't we talk a bit about what you're excited about for, for this season, um, personal goals, kind of running a podcast, what you're hoping to learn, or maybe even what you've, what you think are, are some great insights that we have for people in store with the, the guests we have, um, anything like that about what's coming up. I think already, and this was one of my objectives to start off with, was which, which was just to learn from my guests. And I've already learned so, so, so much from you know every guest that I've interviewed so far. And that's why I think like, not only if, if I've gotten this level of value out of the conversations that I've had so far, I think the people that will listen will get a lot of value out of, out of the conversation as well with, with topics across, you know, whether it be entrepreneurship, marketing, the ideation process on actually starting a business, finding a co-founder, not only the the essential things that you need to know when starting a business or wanting to become an entrepreneur, but also understanding like industry specific details. You know, I actually spoke to, and I don't want to give too much away, but you know, someone who's a specialist in the cryptocurrency industry, right? So different things like that. I thought I, I found that you know I've been really really fascinating and I've learned learned so 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 much. So I think again going back to what I stated, said before, right? I think regardless of what you're kind of interested in as a as a young business student or a young student in general or a young person in general, I think you can get a lot of value out of some of the conversations that we had because I've had I've learned a countless amount of things from from the first few episodes that that we filmed. So. Yeah, for sure. And I, I think also we tried our best to get like a diverse amount of different experiences. So I feel like I'm, I'm hoping that whoever's listening to this, uh, no matter where they come from or, or what they're currently studying or working on, will be able to relate to, to different pieces um, of other people's journeys. And also looking at the commonalities between uh, people's journeys, because I think there are some big lessons that you know, you, you can see and find like those similarities, even if they're in different industries or working on different projects. I, I found that was really cool. Even in like the first few episodes that we filmed, I've already seen so many like in, weird insights and that you might not have thought were were actually a thing that, that happened, especially when you're starting out in entrepreneurship. But I, I think that in that first year of, of launching a business, which when we were talking to a lot of our guests, I think that's where they are. They, they've already like learned so much. And I feel like the, the growth that you, you see them take and when they share their stories, it's super insightful and you can apply it to all different aspects of your life. No, definitely. Yeah, it's interesting to see the commonalities, even like regardless of what industry, you know, they may be operating in. But some of the commonalities that come down to like in terms of like mindset and like finding people that, f like I think mindset's one, people that fit kind of your philosophy, culture, that's two networking, the, the importance of knowing yeah. people like that has come up at least in all the episodes that we, we filmed so far. And even just starting this podcast as well, I've realized how important it is 
to have like a network of people to rely on, even building out this team, right? Like us too. And then Anastasia, who is our head of marketing <laughs> or our social media manager, whichever, whichever um, role she prefers, the people that both you two who I've been connected to again through just opportunities that I've kind of seized and then even the people that you know will work with for mar- uh, partnerships and stuff like that like it all comes down to like who we know like our network it shows how important that is not only moving forward you know when you're moving into the job market but also when you're starting any single project side hustle business anything like that because you know to have people rel- on, to rely on is like so so important uh, why don't we finish off with a quick lightning round, something fun to let people get to know us a bit better. Are you ready, Saul? Okay. Okay. So first question, dog person or cat person? So I am a cat person. I have two cats. Don't get me wrong. I love all animals. I think if you were to get a pet right now, like I think you should get a puppy and a kitten at the same time because I was like, that's really the cutest thing. But yeah, we have two. We have two like we have two cats and they're really, they're really sweet. All right, cool. Uh, moving on. Favorite book? Favorite book? That's a hard question. I, I I mentioned this book to like a lot of people, like a lot, a lot of people. I mentioned this book to, and I have a lot of books that I really, really like. But Atomic Habits by James Clear is probably the book that's had the biggest impact on me as a person. The premise of the book is supposed to be at habits, but I've learned about learned so many things in just terms of like lifestyle, mindset, motivation, creation through that book that I think literally everyone, and people say this about a lot of books, but I think like anyone can take five to 10 key takeaways from that book and just have it on their mind all the time. Yeah, there's certain things and even like have it written here on my computer, different techniques that are in the book in the book, and like I will continuously use them every single day. I don't know, it just kind of drives me forward. I, I just love it, great book. I would recommend it to anyone and follow him on Twitter as well. He has a great newsletter. He just puts out really, really great content, James Clear. So I recommend him to everyone. Nice. And I guess if I had to choose one, it'd be uh, The Giver by Lois Lowry. Read it when I was 12. And I don't know, it's just the story captivated me every time. And like the the parallels and some of the themes that she explored with our, our real world. I don't know, like all these years and I still love it. And I, I own a copy, which I think is in the back of my bookshelf somewhere in this room. <laughs> but yeah, still always like a go-to when I, I just need something familiar to read. Do you have a favorite nonfiction? See, nonfiction is harder because I feel like when I think nonfiction, I just think of textbooks from school. <laughs> <laughs> but I should really probably like try to branch out my horizons. Um, trying to think. For example, for me lately, I've been, and I've told some of my friends about this too, history has really intrigued me lately. So I'm currently reading a book about Genghis Khan, almost on that. Really, really interesting. I can't remember the exact name of it. I think it's... um. You know, we'll toss in the show notes, but really, really great book. But like, yeah, I, I've been finding like history really interesting too. And I think like anyone who wants to get into reading again, like you just have to like start with something that interests you and you want to read about. And then it's easier to branch out into more like self-development topics. Yeah, I think honestly, I, I read more as a kid, but back to your original question about what nonfiction book I read most recently, behind, like besides Decode and Conquer, the, the PM guidebook on how to conquer the PM interview. Uh, I think it was Michelle Obama's memoir, so Becoming. That was honestly a really good read. Um, I'd always been a fan of Michelle Obama. So like taking a look at her describing her experiences, both like in her childhood and then, you know, her time in the White House. 
I, I personally recommend it. It, it honestly is a, a really awesome book. No, for sure. Okay, what else we got? What else we got left within the lightning round? It's not. It's less of a lightning round and more of a we talk about it for a long time. Yeah. See, round. that's what I'm thinking. I was kind of <laughs> hoping we'd just say it. But we expand. Uh, if you were to start a business tomorrow, what would it be? Give me your elevator pitch for uh, Saul's new business. See, that's uh, that's see, that's very tough. That's like really tough. You know, it was really interesting. Like I was talking to some of my friends yesterday, and like I'm not saying that this is a feasible business whatsoever, but. I'm on Reddit a lot and there's like male fashion Reddit. There's like a huge post about like people just complaining about the used men's clothing industry and how like fragmented it is. Because if you, if you think about like women's clothes, right? There's like Depop. I think that's like the big one. But there's like a couple other platforms that women will use to sell their used clothes on, right? But for men, like, I don't know, they're just, there's a lot of complaints. And I think that was the first thing that I noticed, right? There's obviously a need for something that optimizes and brings the buyers and sellers together because a lot of people were complaining that yeah the, the market's just very fragmented although there may be a market of buyers for the certain product they're just on a totally different platform where you can't find them that's like the first thing that comes to mind because i was really talking to my friends about that yesterday but again that could be something that you know one of the existing uh platforms kind of take advantage of and maybe they'll cater to like this this used men's clothing market but it was interesting to see that and I think like when you see things like that and people really voicing their displeasure and opinion about a certain area that goes to show you like there is a need that needs to be met. Not saying that that's necessarily like an idea that I would go and tackle, but that's just something that popped into my mind. I think like marketing really interests me. And I think e-commerce has really blown up, obviously, over over COVID. If you go on Facebook or you go on Instagram and you scroll through into the ads that you'll see, a lot of them are just e-commerce businesses that are like marketing to different niches and stuff like that. And and that's something that's always big back in mind. Like I would love to like create a brand depending on what type of product, like just like try to scale something just for fun. Again, like a low risk bet, like maybe like about like 500,000 bucks where like I'm okay with losing and just trying to launch something. But in no definitive answer there. Just a couple like floaters, that's, but that's okay. I hope that fulfills you, Janita. <laughs> Better than my answer because I'm vetoing that question due to time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Creator Coffee Hour. I hope you guys got some value out of this kind of intro episode and enjoyed getting to know both Janita and I a little bit better. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Creator Coffee Hour for weekly updates and some awesome, awesome content. To receive our episodes the instant they're released, subscribe to our Substack through the link in our Instagram bio, where you can subscribe to the email feed and receive emails instantly when the episodes come out. Thanks again for listening and see you guys next week.